Anne Patrick found herself 35 kilograms overweight, working herself half to death under enormous financial pressure and battling low self-worth and despair. In this episode of the Superhero Podcast, she opens up about her journey from the dark place to reaching her dream weight and turning her life around. And we are live. Welcome to yes. another episode of the Superheroes podcast. Today, we have Leanne Patrick. Fantastic <laughs> success story of the Real Mule Revolution. And I'm sure much more than the Real Mule Revolution. Leanne, thank you for joining yeah. us. Welcome. Cool. I'm happy to be here. I'm so happy to have you here because many people start diets and many people fall off the bus. And you have found a way to claw back from a dark place to a great place. And I think if I remember what you said before, you've lost 35 kilograms now. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. 35. That's, that's badass. That's just for anyone trying to imagine how much weight that is. That is 75 blocks of that's 70 blocks of butter. So oh, just wow. imagine. Oh. Yeah. So tell us what life was like when you, you know, how did you get to that point where you were carrying 70 blocks of extra butter around on your body? Well, it was, yeah, a time of our lives when we were not doing so well financially. Um, so I ended up, and I was quite good at baking. So I ended up opening up my own home little bakery. And of course, I ate. Uh, <laughs> you dipped into your merch. Yeah. yeah, I had to taste taste everything. <clears throat> and ended up eating leftovers. And also, um, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, yeah, because it was such hectic, I'd be working during the day and I'd be baking until like two, three in the morning sometimes. Um, we'd end up getting a lot of takeaway um, to eat because we just didn't have time to bake and cook and do everything. Yeah, so I ended up eating my way. <laughs> eating your way up, up the ladder. And then you had yeah. kids as well at the same time, is that right? Um, well, actually, yeah, I had kid, I had my first child when I was quite young. I was 20 and um, then I was 27. So I actually put on the weight like a few years after I had her, uh, two years after I had my daughter. Um, that's when I started baking and all that. But I yeah. managed to sort of, I was a little overweight, but managed to sort of stay stable for a while until, yeah. Okay, so things spiraled out of control and you find yourself one day and you're at like you know, 105 kilos, I think you said earlier. Yes. And what, what was it that made you like take the leap or make a decision? Why did you decide that that was the day? Um, yeah, I was just so tired of being um, embarrassed of myself. Like I was a totally different person. I couldn't look at myself in the mirror. I couldn't um, walk around without feeling embarrassed. Um, I felt, yeah, insignificant in the world like everybody was just looking at me um all the time and it was totally different to how I was when I was younger and I just wanted that feeling back of walking around and being proud of myself and able to look at myself in the mirror try and buy new clothes and that sort of thing um yes and then obviously we're getting married so uh so we had the kids uh, first and then okay. the wedding um, yeah. so that it took me a quite a while to get into the headspace of um, 
okay, I need to lose weight now, sort of started and stopped, started, stopped. And eventually I was just like, no, I have to do this. I want to do this and I want to do it for me. I'm not for anybody else. It was just my own feeling, yeah. And And so, sorry, please feel free. Did you want to add more? Okay, cool. So so then, okay, so you made this decision. You're like, I'm making a change. What was the first Mm -hmm. step that you took? Uh, Cutting out sugar. Um, Okay. So this is before, like, joining a program or anything, you decided to take a few steps to yourself. Oh, yes. So um, I... Quite, I've been wanting to do this for a long time. So I actually bought the books, the Real Meal, Meal Revolution books with Tim Noakes and I think it's you. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Not offended. That's fine. <laughs> no, I know it was you. Um, yeah, so I bought, I had those books for a long time and then I bought your second book. Uh, so I started, that's how I started on my own with that second book. I'd read it. Um, and then I just took the steps from there. Is that the Banting 2.0 book? Yes, Banting 2.0. Okay. Yes. Cool. Got it. Yeah. Okay, so th- so then that was like, so so instead of just diving in cold turkey, you sort of cut um, things out one at a time. Yeah, I cold sort sugar. of cut out sugar, and then I was just like, bang, and I went cold turkey and did everything. Sure. Um, okay. Yeah. <laughs> And, but that wasn't the only thing you did because you said you started going for therapy. Oh, yeah. So I started seeing um, a psychologist. I can't remember when. I think in 2018 hmm. uh, or 2017, actually. And just going and speaking with her and learning about how much uh, I didn't love myself. Um, and that has been a massive change in my journey is learning to love myself and learning that um, the things that I need are okay. And it's okay to want and need things and to take time for yourself and to do the things for yourself that you want. Yeah. So I, will, I hope everyone, I hope people share this video because that's like the most important thing. So could, yes. I don't know if, if, if you have like a succinct way of saying this, but just could you connect what you've just said now to to diet because I don't think people connect those dots to say like how does um, caring for yourself etc connect to to eating how do you see that connection in your own life uh, yeah it's we actually I was chatting to um, my psychologist yesterday about it um, and it's amazing like as soon as I started seeing her and after a while that's when I started to know that I needed to do these things for myself and to love myself and um, yeah and Without that, I probably wouldn't have been able to lose the weight, having that growing love for myself and inside and knowing that this is what I wanted. Mm. So you're saying like without that self-love, it's hard to stay on the bus because you kind of think, well, what's the point? I'm worth this, et cetera. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So the more I learned that I wasn't worthless and that I was amazing, um, the easier it was to do. Sorry. That's amazing. And then, yeah. and then, so what led you to, cause you, I mean, I'm obviously getting to the point where you joined real meal revolution. So what, yes. like at what point in the journey did you decide you needed extra help? Um, so I had lost 16 kilos before my wedding and then I sort of stopped for a year. Um, but I still wasn't happy. I was 90, uh, and I'd picked up a tiny bit of weight, not a lot actually. Um, so I was still in the nineties and I wanted to get to my goal. And 
yeah, I just decided that I needed the help because I'd been doing it all alone before. Hmm. Um, yeah, so I joined. I've always wanted to join. And again, it was another mindset thing where I was like, I deserve this. I deserve it. I'm going to pay for it. It's for me. And that's what I want. Yeah. That's awesome. And so uh, you so you got allocated a coach. I think I must have phoned you and harassed you um, <laughs> and got you to sign up. And I was so excited uh, to hear from you. <laughs> yeah. No, I remember I loved I used to love making the the, the sales calls. But um, so you sign up and then you got allocated the coach and and then what was your experience there, you know, having having the coach like have not on your back but having a coach have your back oh, oh yes it, w- it was amazing um, and I was thinking about it the other day and I was so happy to have that and uh, I learned such a lot from my coach um, and she was there whenever I needed her if I'd made a mistake or I didn't understand why I wasn't losing weight or wasn't dropping the amounts that I wanted to drop um, and she basically guided me through everything like uh, adjusted my meals as I went along um, to be at the optimum uh, yeah so without her like when I did this alone I lost weight but uh, now with joining the program I've lost weight a lot faster um, and a lot easier and being able to track everything yeah. which I didn't really have that before. I wasn't able to track my meals and I just sort of went by the book. Yeah. yeah. So you're saying tracking your meals, but also in the same platform, tracking, you know, your weight and everything. I'm not sure if you, if you used everything in the system. <laughs> yes, I did. I used it to okay. track my weight, my waist and the meal planner. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, and, and what, are, so on the food front, you said that the coach tweaked a few of your meals. And one of the things that people say is, Oh, I could never bant or do keto. It's like all that fat. And it's something I try and, you know, combat all the time, but what's your experience of the, well, to maybe just describe how you eat and perhaps like start by saying what you ate when you were doing it on your own and then how interacting with your coach changed what you eat and what you eat now. So when I was on my own, um, I ate a lot of like boiled eggs for breakfast. Um, I'd eat nuts and uh, salads and uh, protein for lunch and then a veg and protein for dinner. But I never weighed anything or monitored how much I was eating. And then if I didn't lose weight, I'd just eat less. Hmm. But then once I joined... um, and there were so many things that I didn't think I could, I could eat while, uh, when I was just doing it on my own. But once I joined and chatted to my coach, there were so many amazing things that I could eat, like fruit, which I really missed a lot. Um, and obviously the fat. So I was eating boiled eggs, eating nuts, eating uh, fatty biltong, all those kinds of things. I need to realize that, yeah, too much fat isn't a good thing. Um yeah, so I cut down fat and uh, ate delicious meals from the website. And <laughs> yeah. That's great. So, and then, so like, what? just give us a few examples of some of the things you do eat that you enjoy eating. Something slightly more exciting than a boiled egg. <laughs> yeah. So, um, my favorite things are uh, blueberries and yogurt. I get the freeze dried blueberries and yogurt that's delicious and then pawpaw and avo for breakfast in the morning that's also delicious 
uh, and then when I have those, I'm actually quite full. So I end up not having lunch and then I'd have um, dinner. And it's so easy because the whole family is on the same meal plan now. So we all eat the same thing. So it's really cool. And we usually just have like, um, well, my favorite is on a Saturday when we have a bra and uh, steak and salad. Yeah. <laughs> the day that all South Africans bend. It's like, we can bra, let's do it. Yeah. That's great. And so your whole family does it. Now, does that mean you've got your kids on keto as well? I don't have them on keto, but they do eat what I eat for dinner and for lunch and that. But then they do have carbs. Um, I try give them healthy carbs as opposed to just bread and uh, sugar and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And what's, so what are the healthy carbs? <laughs> I'm sure they're just little sugar addicts. Yes. Um, so instead of having potatoes uh, and all that kind of thing, we'll have pumpkin and spinach and cauliflower, broccoli, all the veggies, um, and then protein and that. And then uh, salads and that for lunch. And I also prefer to give them like uh, rice, things that have got rice flour in instead of uh, wheat. Um, yeah. So, so you keep them uh, gluten-free basically? I try to, yes. Medium medium to high carb, but gluten-free. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, that's 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 kind of what we do with our kids, so it makes perfect sense. Not to say that, um, you know, our kids are the healthiest kids in the universe, but oh, yeah. better than, you know, white bread and jam sandwich. Um, yes. and so And so now, like, you you've hit you know, a remarkable, uh, you know, landmark, landmark, landmark. <laughs> uh, so you crushed 30, 35 kilos. And I think for a lot of people, they, they reach the goal and then they s- sort of slip up. You said like after your wedding, you might've put on a tiny bit of weight as well. Mm-hmm. And so I'm curious about how you see the future now that you're at your sort of target weight. Um, so I'm super excited to be at my target weight and I never, ever want to be back to where I was before. So for me, it's, I'll probably continue eating this way. I love eating this way. It's easy. It's delicious. Um, yeah, so I'm going to continue eating this way and then I'll be able to have a few, like cake or something in between. Um, but yeah, I'll definitely be staying sugar-free. <laughs> And eating this way for the rest of my life. Mm. Yeah, I mean, there's no morality there, obviously. You know, I think, like, the only reason I use the word cheating now is obviously because people who don't understand, like, my language are are watching. But, you know... There's cheating is a terrible word. It's like um, it's like there's so much morality linked to it. It's like you've been bad, I've been bad, and people are like yes. I've been bad or good. It's just healthy or unhealthy. This is um, so I know it's it's a breach of compliance, but and even compliance is like then there are rules to life. <laughs> just going into a dark place there. So, um, so before you said you were ashamed and embarrassed and uncomfortable in public and yes. and now obviously that's different how how is your experience of, of it's a bad time to talk about like leaving the house obviously <laughs> <laughs> but hypothetically if we were all socializing you know, <laughs> how, you know what, what's it like now like how's your self-image do you, what do you feel about the mirror buying clothes tell us everything you can uh 
I love looking at myself in the mirror. <laughs> and I've been trying on clothes that I've stored in my cupboard for years. Uh, you know, you keep them just in case you're going to lose the weight. I actually fit into all those clothes now. So the other day I was taking photos of myself. Um, I love being a photograph now. And it's awesome because I can take selfies with the kids and with the family without feeling embarrassed. And yeah, I feel proud to walk through the shop and um, yeah. It just feels amazing. It's totally different. And it's also amazing seeing people that I haven't seen for a long time. Mm. And they just comment. They're like, wow, you're a totally, totally different person. And mm. um, yeah, so it feels really good. And it feels to, uh, awesome to be me again. I yeah. felt like, yeah. So you felt like you weren't yourself for a long time. Hey? Yes, definitely. Wasn't myself, yeah. That's cool. And so now that you're back to being yourself, what 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 is available to you now that hasn't hasn't been available in the past in terms of how you spend time with your friends and family and the things that you decide that you will do versus before? So now I can't wait to go to the beach. So that's why I'm <laughs> waiting. <laughs> because you do it, obviously. So it's like yeah. a place in the country where it's warm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, sorry, can you just, I can't. No, well, so, so what else can you do? Cause you know, there's the body image, um, that's, that's changed, you know, loving yourself, but, but it's difficult to move around at 105 kilos and now, yes. you know, you, you know, you're not carrying that weight. So you lighter on your feet, you can actually do stuff that perhaps used to feel like quite a mission. So what are the, yeah. what are the things that you're doing with your new nimble, new nimble body? I'm cutting my toenails and it's very easy. <laughs> so that's, do you know that that is a real thing? Like we it's have people saying, yeah, it's like legit. Like I just want to cut my own toenails. We get that so often. So that's, <laughs> and you just said it, that's awesome. Cutting toenails. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, like exercising, like I'm not embarrassed now to go for a run. Um, and my son, he's 16. He wants to put on muscle and all that kind of thing. And we've been doing programs together and I can keep up with him. Wow, like a 16-year-old male. Yeah. <laughs> before, I couldn't sprint around the garden. I couldn't, like, play and have fun, and I felt like just a big lump. Um, but now it's amazing, and now, yeah, I can outdo uh, him on some things um, and we regularly arm wrestle. Finally, because he, he did, like, a whole month of... Um, working his biceps and that so he was like okay mom it's arm wrestle let's see if i can finally beat you <laughs> really and you yeah. beat him? no yeah, not, i didn't no. He, actually, <laughs> he just beat me but yeah those kinds of things that i couldn't do before and i feel just like young and like i'm back in my 20s again i feel like i've missed out a whole 10 years of my life and now i'm ready to get them back and um yeah it's just been amazing it's changed my family relationships um it's changed my self-worth to myself and it's also given me um this amazing like i can achieve something i'm determined i can do it look what i have achieved um i didn't think i had that i've forgotten the word now the grit yeah to do that and now i feel like i can achieve anything that i put my mind to yeah that's really cool. That's super cool. Uh, you mentioned exercise and this is something that comes up a lot. You know, you get a lot of um, exercise and eating programs. 
So yes. what role did, did exercise play in your transformation? So the first 16 kgs I lost, I had a personal trainer and I saw her twice a week. And then I'd go to the gym um, another once or twice a week alone. And then the second time around when I joined in November, I have only been going for like the odd walk and that. Um, and then I did like a w- workout with my son and that kind of thing. But I've hardly exercised in comparison to what like I should be. Really? Yeah. And so, okay. So when you say, because yeah, now you're exercising obviously quite often, or you said that you're much mm-hmm. more active. But so, so let's just say from, from 95 to say like 80. So the second 15 kilos, like what, what exercise was at play there? What, what? Um, I went to the gym and that sort of thing to do running and walking. Yeah. Uh, but that was about it. Okay. I didn't do any major um, fitness programs or anything. That's very interesting. And so you're saying that, you know, it was more like, we, obviously we say, I want you to say you can't outrun a bad diet, Jono, obviously. Really? <laughs> um, you can't. Yeah, yeah, you can't. Like I've done most of this without a full-time exercise and just the odd little walk here and there and running yeah. and then doing a, a little training program with my son, yeah. Yeah, and how do you feel about uh, having carbs for exercise or for fuel? Do you feel like weaker training without carbs? Not at all. I haven't noticed a difference. Um, yeah. That's awesome. that's that's the one main thing that everybody said to me. But how can you like survive without carbs? Your body needs it, and I haven't needed it at all. I've had much more energy than I've ever had in my life um, before eating this way. Um, sure. And yeah, I, I, I'm sure you know. I've like tablet-wise, I was on blood pressure tablets and that sort of thing. Um, I forgot about that. Yes, you were. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So I was, I was feeling really ill and dizzy, and I went to the doctor and I said, "Like, I'm not sure what's going on." And he said, "No, you've lost so much weight now, and we can stop that tablets. My blood pressure and all that was perfect, and I haven't had that, um, yeah, since I think January." Hypertension cured. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. So, <laughs> so we got um, a few. Okay, so now I wanted to try and get some of this transformation, you know, embedded in the minds of people watching. And I'm hoping that the people who are in a dark place watching and they think, oh, that's great to just love yourself, um, mm. you know, and be better. But obviously, it's a lot more complex than that. So, yes. you know, on the mindset front, what what steps do you think people should take um, and perhaps like the steps that you took to actually move from, from like pretending to love yourself or, you know, to actually realizing that you're worth it. Like how does that process work? And I know that it's difficult to explain because it just happens mm. sometimes, but if you can. Um, it is difficult to explain. For me though, it was looking at myself uh, and realizing like I was baking, I was working, um, I was doing amazing things without realizing what I was doing was awesome. So chatting about it and hearing other people say, wow, that's impressive. How do you do that? Slowly built up my confidence um, and made me realize like, hey, I can achieve 
a lot of stuff and I'm good at what I'm doing uh, and I deserve better. Um, so that was a big change for me is realizing that I deserved it um, and that I was amazing. And then if I understand correctly, you, you, so you realized you're amazing because you were grafting your ass off basically. Mm. And then, yes. and then, you took your amazingness and stopped grafting your ass off and started applying your amazingness to yourself. Is that correct? Yes. That's what I did. And that's the big, that's the big one. So, so how do you make that shift? You know, there are a lot of workaholics out there who don't necessarily, who think they'll lose their amazingness if they just stop doing what gives them that amazing validation. I felt that way. I felt that if I didn't work this hard, people wouldn't think anything of me. But the less I've done and the more I've put into myself. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, like, because I used to have to try and do everything and help everybody and constantly being the go-to person for my whole family. And I slowly started realizing that those people weren't noticing all that stuff that I was doing. Um. So I just slowly started to let them do it for themselves. Um, and then using the energy now that I had um, from not doing all that stuff and putting it back into myself and going, hey, I can, I can do this for me. Um, but that took a long time. Like yeah. uh, it wasn't just an overnight thing. Um, and I think doing this real meal revolution and losing weight also contributed to all of that. So it was the mind, it was the weight loss and yeah, a long, uh, a long, hard journey, but worth it. Yeah. And so what was, what were the, the hard parts about it? Cause if, if you listen to this now, you'd be like, Oh, it's all sun, what rainbows and unicorns fully. No, no. Like, yeah. <laughs> so that's about the dark stuff. I want to hear how hard it was. <laughs> and so obviously we have a treat day on Saturday. So the kids get sweets and all that kind of thing. Um, that was hard, like just sitting back and watching them eat the things that I used to love. Um, but yeah, determined. And then going out for a coffee, like, uh, and usually I'd have a slice of cheesecake or something like that. Those parts were hard. And the mindset was very hard as well to keep my mind, um, in the right place and saying, this is for me. I have to do this. This is what I want. I want to reach that goal. Um, so yeah, and there were, yeah. Carry on. Sorry. You keep sorry. No. Yeah. There were times where I was just so frustrated and I just wanted to eat everything. Like, yeah, they were very difficult times. And I think without the support of my family as well, um, I wouldn't have been able to do it. Yeah. They all saw, what I was wanting to achieve and helped me as well. That's super cool. So you spoke about the deprivation, which is a big fear of many people. Um, what, what other ways of finding joy did you find to sort of supplement for what you were missing out on, on the food? So instead of eating junk food, I would eat healthy stuff. Um, and that sort of curbed my need for eating the junk. Like I'd eat biltong and nuts. And um, then I discovered the freeze-dried fruits. So for me, those were like eating sweets. And then every once in a while, I'd get like a sugar-free chocolate. Um, 
yeah, I don't recommend eating that all the time, but that was a nice treat. I'd have like one little square of uh, sugar-free chocolate and that would sort of satisfy my needs um, for all that kind of stuff. Mm. Yeah. And if I was going to cheat, what, how I cheated was I ended up just eating more nuts than I should have like, um, and more biltong than I should have. Mm. Yeah. And so how would you describe your relationship with food now? It's, I eat because I need to feed my body, whereas before I'd eat to um, my emotions away. Like the more sad I was feeling, <laughs> the more I'd eat. And then I'd feel terrible after eating, but then I'd find something else to eat. So yeah, now I eat because, um, and it, yeah, just having yogurt and blueberries in the morning brings me such joy. Like I get to eat that little meal and it's a different kind of experience um, it's delicious and I know it's healthy for me it makes it such a different relationship with food like eating healthy stuff as opposed to just junk food and you feel good you feel full and satisfied and you feel like you've been cheating but you've actually just eating delicious healthy food yeah totally and so what? Like if you were, okay, so we spoke about the mindset and the eating and, and, the, and the like sort of adapting a bit by bit and then diving in cold turkey. If, if you were, you know, like if there's a message you can give to people who, who are considering making a change and perhaps they're, you know, they're the 105 kilo Leanne psychology and physiology, what would your like takeaway message be for them? How would you get them to, what would you say to them? No, like advice, tips. Sure. Maybe not tips, like not like, oh, you know, try some yeah. nuts. What's like the first step they should really take? Uh, is looking at themselves and um, yeah, it's definitely a man thing for me to start off with. Yeah. So looking at your goals and dreams and going, I can achieve this um, and having the, you want that and yeah, give yourself the determination to, to do that and achieve those goals and like, just know that, keep telling yourself, you can do it, you can do it. That was for me a big yeah. thing. Like giving yourself permission basically. <laughs> Yes, and also I like things done really quickly. Um, so I like to see like instant results. So for me, this was an amazing achievement. I was like, wow, look, it's been a long journey. Um, and I managed to to just hang in there and keep telling myself that I'm going to reach my goal, that that is what I want to do. And uh, yeah, uh, I surprised myself. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Well, Leanne, it has been fantastic speaking to you. And I hope everyone who's watching this likes it, shares it, leaves a comment. Leave a comment for encouragement for Leanne and like a massive high five. And then tag a friend who you think needs to see this. Um, unless you think it'll make them angry, then maybe WhatsApp the link to them. And um, <laughs> public, yeah, you need to watch this. Yeah. Could, go bad, could go wrong. Um, but Leanne, it's been a pleasure. And we absolutely love having you on, on the program. And uh, I hope you stick around to use our recipes and uh, check in every now and then just to make sure it's the 70s still there. Yes. Um, 
And so, yeah, just what a pleasure and good luck and all the best. And thank you so much for sharing your time and your story with us. You're right. Yeah. It's been amazing. And it's been amazing to be part of your part of the real meal revolution. Yeah, it's changed my life. Awesome. So keep it real. And in closing, congratulations on finally taking back your power. You legend. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> Cheers. Thank you so much for listening. If you'd like to join the Supper Heroes community, please get onto Facebook and join the Facebook group. That is the Supper Heroes Facebook group. For more information on me, follow me on Facebook, the John o. Proudfoot. Follow me on Instagram at John o. Proudfoot. Check out my website, www.johnoproudfoot.com. And if you're interested in taking my online keto course or getting online keto coaching, check out realmealrevolution.com. Please follow and download. We're out to change the world and you can be a part of it. See you next week.